ocean All I know is the world looks beautiful The world looks so damn beautiful and I feel fantastic And I never felt as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now Right now I feel fantastic And I never felt as good as how I do right now Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day When I felt the way that I do right now Hello and welcome to another episode of You Are Being Unreasonable. Hello, this is Helen. And Simon. We're going to talk about people being unreasonable on mumsnet.com. Um, I've picked some choice cuts from the Am I Being Unreasonable board to discuss in some depth. Some hot takes. If we do a speed round first, I'm just going to ask Simon the thread titles and he's going to decide. Here we go. Quick fire. Am I Being Unreasonable? Photos at Remembrance Day service. I see. No context. Are they being unreasonable? Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, am I being unreasonable? Have I spent my entire adult life stuffing the wrong end of chickens? <laughs> are they being unreasonable? More details required. No, it's a speed round. No, it doesn't matter. Am I being unreasonable to not want bizarre stringy tit anchors on my bras? No. Am I being unreasonable to buy a £300 Christmas tree? Yes, that's too big. That's flammable. Am I being unreasonable? Calling an unborn baby girl a little bitch. Yes, jeez. Yes, obviously, yeah. What could that baby have done? Uh, we're not going to find out on that thread, sorry. Last one, am I being unreasonable to tell my mum to fuck right off? <laughs> no. Good. Some, you know, some mothers do have them. Should we do some, some full threads? Okay, we've got a couple, of, uh, a couple of brilliant ones. This one is very good because it is very specific. Am I being unreasonable to not understand why people on MN have done all their Xmas shopping? Sarah J. Connor asks. Xmas is still six weeks away and the shops will all have sales, events in the next four weeks. So why are there so many threads where people have completed all their Xmas shopping? I'm confused. Am I being unreasonable? I know lots of places put their price up to put back down again. Is it cheaper to shop now or just less stressful? I have 52 presents to buy, in addition to DH and 2DC, so I'm genuinely very interested to learn the cheapest, best, least stressful way to manage this, so it isn't an I know best thread. I hate shopping and I want to learn. Just to clarify, that's 52 presents yeah, that she needs to buy. that was the first point I was going to come back to. So that's 52 presents in addition to her actual family. Yes. Is this one present per person she knows? That doesn't become clear. There might be a massive drip feed further down the thread that explains it. All right. But let's, let's have a let's quick start skim. With the, start, with, start with the actual question first. Okay. What are mums netters like boasting about how much shopping they've completed? Not that I have noticed while I've been looking for things to discuss on this podcast. Some people say, oh, I've done all my shopping. And other people say, okay. It doesn't seem to be a big trend. I don't know. So for context, we're recording on uh, mid-November. It's the 12th of November. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect you to have done all your Christmas shopping. Equally, it wouldn't seem unreasonable if you had. I think it would. Well... Gonna get bargains later. Yeah. Making them bargains, hell. Sweet bargains. But if it's just that you have done all your Christmas shopping and on a thread someone has said, how's everyone getting on with their Christmas shopping? And you say, oh, I've finished it. I don't think you can berate that person yeah, as unreasonable. When you're, it, when you're throwing it in someone's face. Yeah. Oh, I've finished it. I haven't seen people doing that. Or people bringing it up apropos of nothing. 
Oh, what like on the thread about maybe that why that was why that unborn baby was a little bitch because <laughs> <laughs> she'd done all the shopping, or her mother had. I don't think it's fair to take it out on the unborn baby. Goodness me, no, no, no. I've I come, think it is. I found why she's buying fifty-two presents. She buys individual presents, much appreciated, for the amazing women that work with me in my small business. I have quite a lot of super talented, mostly mums, working for me four to ten hours a week. And I like to do a big gratitude session for Xmas when I take them for a treat and get them a good present. So that comes across as smug. That seems like a business expense and part of your job, so... Yeah. Yeah, you should do that. Also... Is it up to her to say that these individual presents are much appreciated? And is it relevant that these people are mostly mums? (laughs) I'm not really sure what she's trying to achieve with this thread. Do you think this is Sarah Connor from The Terminator? Oh, I don't know. Like the woman who The Terminator went back in time to kill? I don't remember Sarah Connor from The Terminator running what I assume is some sort of Avon-type business. No, I think she ran a resistance movement yeah. uh, against the future oppression of the earth by, by robots. I mean, I might be completely misjudging this person, and maybe her small business is just 52 mums working 4 to 10 hours a week on the resistance. Yeah. That seems nice. Hashtag resistance. Hashtag 52 mums. What do you get for 52 resistance mums? Like, uh, you know how in like dystopian movies they're all wearing those kind of woolly hats? Yeah, but these have to all be individual presents. You can't just get 52 hats. You can't get a job lot. Knit, knit the initials on them. Okay, well... Amy, robot killer. Hashtag join the... I mean, in Sarah Connor's defence, her original question was that she doesn't understand why people have done all their Christmas shopping. You don't understand either, so I suppose we're going to have to say that probably Sarah Connor is not being unreasonable. not being unreasonable. Okay. understand. Have you got any final thoughts on Sarah Connor? I haven't done my Christmas shopping. Have you got 52 resistant mums working for you? No. That <laughs> makes it a lot easier for me. <laughs> How many resistant mums do you have? 40. Tops. <laughs> Not that many. Not. And the robots haven't sent back an assassin to kill me. Good. <laughs> Good. <sighs> Shall we move on to do another question? Am I being unreasonable to want to cut my long tresses off? Stop. What's a tress? Is like, that explained? It's like long hair. Why didn't they just say long hair? Well, the reason that I selected this one is because I think if you call your hair tresses, you're obviously unnaturally attached to it and you're probably best off not hacking it all off. But I'll read you the question. Yeah, let's get to the content. So Jacksom says, I've had long hair since the age of 15. I'm now 40 and it's a wiry, grey, old lady mess, allergic to dyes. Yes, all of them. So don't ask me to dye my hair as I hate the sore scalp and pain, pain, pain. No one's asking you to. Calm down. She hasn't finished her question. It blows in my face and it irritates me, even when it's tied back. Being outdoorsy and active, it just annoys me. Hot in the summer, etc. I envy those, including my work colleagues, who have silky, thick hair. Mine used to be thick, but it ain't anymore. (laughs) I'm seriously sick of it, and I want a pixie haircut. Something easy to manage, quick to dry, doesn't tangle, blah, blah, blah. Anyone else made the drastic move from long to very short? Thanks for reading! So, just to clarify, this is a grown-ass woman asking the internet if she should cut off her hair, which she clearly hates, because it is getting in the way of her active lifestyle stealth boast. Why does she need anyone else's opinions at all? Yeah, mate. You do you. Just go for it, girl. Get it short. 
Yeah. Taking a picture of, you know, Natalie Portman when she had short hair, or Ruby Rose, something a little more punky, and say, I want this. This. Yeah. However, someone has... Kira Knightley had short hair for a bit. She did. Yeah. These are all people. First comment suggests that her head and ears will be cold, um, and she'll need to embrace hats. And her first response says that she loves hats, and she can't wear them with her long grey hair. It sounds like she hates her long grey hair. Yeah. Just to cut it off. Cut it off with kitchen scissors. Do a dramatic thing. Needle in the hay. Needle in the hay. Needle in the hay. Except without the suicide attempt. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, somebody has pointed out correctly that pixie cuts aren't that low maintenance because they require constant, you know, trimming and what have you. But given that this woman seems to hate her current hair and is a grown adult, Helen I think she should just do it. Does Helen Mirren have short hair? Judy Dench does. Dame Judy Dench, yeah. Be like Dame Judy. Yeah. An elegant older woman. An elegant older woman. If you just hate your hair, get rid of it. Cut off those tresses. Exactly. Also, and hair grows. Are you back. Hair grows. So that's that's really that. Shave it off and get a series of wigs. Seriously? Like a number of mannequins. This is getting so quite want... sinister. Not, isn't that sinister I, to have wigs? I think it's creepy. Lots of people wear wigs. So you have different ones for different moods. Like, if you're super active, you wear your pixie cut. If you're just sitting there, admiring the hair of the other women in the office, mm. you might want your long tresses back. <laughs> Get them long, long tresses. tresses. Very good. Do we do another one? Please. Would I be unreasonable to let my chickens into next door's garden? Chickenless head asks. It's going to have to be a damn good explanation. <laughs> Seeing as their three fucking cats spend their days shitting in my DC sandpit and digging up my plants, I've tried everything. Squirting with a water pistol, a sonic cat repellent, covering up the sandpit, they just shit on the cover then. I had a little nest of robins in my tree earlier this year and one of the cats knocked the nest over and put a baby bird on DC's slide. We have a low wall at the end of the garden that extends along the bottom of the next door's garden. My chickens are free range during the day. And they've recently been hopping up onto this wall. DH mentioned we should probably put some kind of fencing to stop them walking along it and going into next door's garden, but next door have no problem with their pets shitting all over mine, and I'm inclined to feel the same about them. The cats are no threat to the chickens, by the way. The chickens have seen off many a cat in their time. One of the reasons I'm quite fond of... Next door don't have a dog either, so chickens would be quite safe there. So this is kind of revenge for the cats coming into their garden, yes? Yeah, the cats shat on everything and now she wants the chickens to go and shit on everything the neighbours own. It seems like this will just escalate it. I think so at one point her her partner, her her DH, suggests putting up some fencing. Surely if you put up some fencing that would also maybe stop the cats from coming in quite so easily. Nah, cats are sneaky. Maybe they could put a big fenced roof over their home garden. That's just a conservative. That's just an in, an extension of the house. That's a I just worry that you won't get the chickens back. Chickens are wily. They'll get away. What if they like the neighbours more? Well, they probably will. This one seems very irate. No, but I was worried about ex- escalation. Like, I think once you let the chickens in there, they'll let their dogs into your garden, and then you have to let your you know, bigger birds, your turkey, into the neighbour's garden, then the neighbour lets the horses into your garden, then you have to let the ostrich into the neighbour's garden, and then it's elephants. I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Exactly. Perhaps she'll die. Now you've got elephants in your garden and all your turkeys and ostrich next door. Uh, yeah. I think she would be best off maybe just asking the neighbours if they could uh, 
try not to let the cats shit on I think the neighbours will quite rightly say you can't control cats. Well... Maybe you should, I don't know, cover up the sandpit. She said that she covered up the sandpit, but then the cats shat on the sandpit cover. <laughs> cats are turtle. I don't know. I don't have a garden. I don't have any chickens. This question's really not for us. We don't know. I just thought it was it's funny because like. it's just someone having a massive rant. Okay, here's maybe... How have they finished their Christmas shopping? Probably not. Is there information been later in the thread? Always cleaning up cat poo. Okay. Do you want another one that might be more relevant to our interests? As non-chicken owners. Yes. So this one. Am I being unreasonable to read the same copy of a book at the same time as my DH? Mysterious Sheep asks. As per title, I am reading a book, second in a trilogy, that my DH started reading first. He reads it in bed at night, and I read it at other times. He thinks this is outrageous and totally socially unacceptable. I don't see the problem. Am I being unreasonable? Yes. Yeah, massively so. This is nonsense. This is absolute nonsense. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse because it's the second book in a trilogy. How does that make it worse? It makes it worse because, you know, he's just trying to get through it. I assume this is a long commitment. He's enjoyed the first book. Now he wants to enjoy the second. I'm sure she did as well. But, you know, he wants the freedom to take it with him. Like, what if you go travelling? Or just on a commute. But this he's, is not. He only reads it nonsense. in bed at night. Because she's taking it at other times. Well, no, maybe she saw that it was just sitting there unloved. No, I think this is absolute. How do they handle the bookmarks? Oh, you'll like this. We both just fold the corner. No, veto. No? That's not how you treat a book. I know. I'm biased because of my extensive education in the library sciences, but that's not how you treat a book. And that's. What? How? How, which, how do you know which corner is yours? I know it'll take only a second to figure it out, but still. What if you find spoilers? What if you read that Snape kills Dumbledore? I don't know. I mean, she'll be the one to find spoilers. Presumably she's behind him. Well, then maybe not. If he's only reading it before bed and she's reading Absolute it at nonsense. all other times. Absolutely. Just wait. Just wait a few weeks and he'll be on book three. And you can you can read it at your, pe- your own pace. What does she do in the bed? Just lie there staring at the ceiling. <laughs> like they're trying to read over his shoulder. Well, that looks like a good bit of the book. I don't know what she does. No. Maybe if I knew what book it was. Did they explain what book it was? I don't know. I'm having a look. Second, like trilogies tend to be science fiction and fantasy in my experience. Well, actually, very, very early on, after only a few replies, she said that she'll modify her behaviour with regards to folding down the corner. Good. So, maybe further on she'll agree to going and getting her own copy of the yeah just wait just wait you don't need to be a two-book household just wait well no now she started reading it i think to ask her to wait is silly i don't she said that she waited a while before starting the first one because he takes longer to read but then when she finished she was just really keen to start the next one i can understand that well then he should wait well it does sound like it takes him forever and a day to read a book i don't know she won't get two hard copies because that's silly, but doesn't like kids. When does she read it? All the other times. What are all the other times? I don't know. During the day? In the evening? It doesn't really elaborate on that. Maybe she should go to her local public library. Maybe. Perhaps it's only open four hours a week while she's busy at work. Maybe that's because of stringent library cuts forced by punishing austerity on local councils. Oh yeah, I wasn't blaming the library. I was suggesting that that's the thing that happened. This is what it comes to. Thanks to the toys, we end up with people sharing books, like barbarians. What are you reading? Uh, it's, uh, it's the second book in a trilogy. What page are you on? I don't know, like 
400 and something. I'm going to start page one. No, don't. It's a library book. That's fine. Don't fold the corners. That's fine. You haven't read the first book. Not a problem. It is, it's quite dense. Real dense science fiction by okay. Chinese author. But we read at the same time. Not always. Sometimes I just lie there staring at the ceiling. <laughs> Sometimes I just... Well... I think she's being unreasonable. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. We got one more. Yeah. Am I being unreasonable to ask how you'd respond to your father-in-law making an unannounced speech at your wedding? Well, I mean, no. <laughs> so it's, it's not unreasonable to ask on a forum called Are You Being Unreasonable? So, quick opinions, please, says, as per the title. So there you are at your wedding breakfast, formal affair, it's speech time. You know the running order, oh, you're all a bit nervous because you've been working on your speech. And then, in the middle of it all, father-in-law stands up to make a speech. You aren't sure what's going on. He hasn't told you about this, hasn't checked if it's okay, or run it past you. How do you feel about this? I mean... Doesn't seem unreasonable that the presumably father of the groom or the bride wants way. to do a speech. Yeah, but to stand up before the speech is formally began, like after. But the very fact that this has never come up conversationally suggests that the whole relationship's dysfunctional anyway. Well, the person mentioned. Uh, did they mention a rotor? Uh, a running order. A running yeah, order. Yeah, they did. So presumably, the father-in-law isn't in the running order. Right? Otherwise it would be a question of the father-in-law going out of order. Yeah, but what I mean is, why is it up until this point no one has ever said, hey, do you want to do a speech? Or he has said, can I do a speech? Hey, your dad wants to do a speech. Is that cool? Like, it's not her dad, so... Or his dad, her dad, I'm guessing. Yeah, but they might have said it to the the partner. Yeah. I wonder what the speech was about. Yeah, a couple of people have said, you know, was it a nice speech? Like, I think they should have... Left the speech until after all the other speeches. And then said, accepted. I too have a speech. Yeah, accepted and taken on the obvious social cues that they were not wanted. But and I then just, done it later. I don't understand. I, I don't. The content was fine. We hadn't asked him to give a speech. It's not traditional for fathers of the groom to give a speech. Isn't it? I wondered if I was being unreasonable to be a bit put out because he sprung it on us. This person comes across as very annoying just because she seems very fixated on what's traditional. Isn't it traditional? In my experience, it's traditional for all the men to give a speech while the women sit there. Yeah, that's what I thought tradition was. And if it's a man, that's fair game. Apparently he said afterwards he knew that father of the groom didn't do a speech, but he wanted to. He didn't ask in case we said no. Which is ironic, because had he asked, we would have been happy for him to do so. That's not ironic. Yeah. But it is easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. That's how I live my life. So someone said, why wasn't he, as father of the groom, asked if he wanted to make a speech? And someone else has said... Probably for the same reason they didn't ask the bridesmaids, the mother of the bride, the mother of the groom, or the groom and bride's siblings, but they wanted to make a speech. It's not traditional and you can't ask everyone. If anyone other than the father of the bride, the best man and the groom wants to make a speech, that's fine and they should pipe up. But how are the bride and groom supposed to know in advance what they want to do? I don't know. Well, just ask ask people and don't assume that tradition is the be-all and end-all. Presumably they're at the wedding table. Ask everyone at the, the wedding table. Jesus if Christ. If they want to do a speech. This is nonsense. This is nonsense. They were being annoyed. Yeah, every... Oh, for God's sake. I'm glad that the father of the groom got up and spoke. I hope it was a nice speech. Like, it sounds like it was. A rant. A, a terrible rant. A racist rant. That would have put a 
then I guess you'd lead with that. Am I being unreasonable to not want my father-in-law to do a racist rant at my... Uh... Just a final point on this. Not traditional being the excuse trotted out by those who wish to exclude others hog all the attention for their own family. Yeah. It's the 21st century, in case you weren't aware. Woo! I bet you weren't a virgin when you wed, so why the assumption that everything has to be whoa. traditional? Hey, well. Yeah. With that, that's that's quick opinions, please. Told. Bit of sexual. Really, it's just real pointing out. That. Just pointing out that there are traditions that people don't pay attention. Didn't say, I bet you weren't a virgin, which is terrible. <laughs> You're a baddie. Suppose. Should we do a couple more quick fire ones? Another round of quick fire. Another Bring round on. of quick fire. Am I being unreasonable to ask about guitars? Yes. Okay. Am I being unreasonable? Sister-in-law won't see my baby. No, see the baby. Am I being unreasonable? London. Yes. Am I being unreasonable? Lego. No. Am I being unreasonable? Mary Poppins. No. What are these? <laughs> Am I being unreasonable to remind people about copyright law? No. Never. I do it all the time. Am I being unreasonable to say, I bloody love running? Uh, no. That's great. Am I being unreasonable calling all hairdressers? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, let's do one final quick fire round on the next page here. Am I being unreasonable to hire a cleaner to prove a point to my DH? Yes. Am I being unreasonable to feel angry seeing pictures of my friend's new puppy on Facebook? Yes. Am I being unreasonable to think it's really hard to be a good teacher and a good mum? No. Am I being unreasonable? Poppy etiquette for Germans? No. Am I being unreasonable to think, actually, you're up shit creek and you shouldn't be judging me? <laughs> That's the best. The best. The best we're going gonna to get. Really? Um, no. No, don't, don't judge. Especially not if you're up shit creek, pal. Don't judge her. Okay, well, we've ended up off on shit creek. Let's thanks go. For, thanks for joining us on shit creek. Yeah. Don't judge us. Don't judge us. This has been You Are Being Unreasonable. I have to go and start page one of some book. No. Goodbye. I have to go let the chickens into the neighbor's garden. <laughs> Bye. I feel fantastic and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think of how I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. Right now.